Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and how elephants are the only mammals who cannot jump, uh, besides white men. Um, my name is Michael Basinger. Oh, Wesley Snipes reference. Well, That's a Woody Harrelson reference. Brad yeah. Polly. Hey. Matt Polly. Hey there. Together, we are the Inglorious Bastards. White men cannot jump, so they made a movie out of it. Yeah. You enjoying that pour there, Brad? Dude, nitro beers are, are just fun. Are we doing bright side this week? Yeah. This is- <laughs> and now, since we took a week off last week, I hope you are prepared. Absolutely no one noticed. Yep. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody. Well, I didn't even announce it on Twitter. Just yep. thud. All right. Here we go. No one cares. <laughs> What are you drinking? Hey, hey, I've been thinking that if we're gonna get through this, we're gonna need some fluid. So hey, hey, what are you drinking now? Yeehaw! I'm drinking Kush. <laughs> I'm drinking Mango Kush Wheat Ale by Sweetwater it, Brewing that Company. That smells like weed. It's the, I mean, that's all it smells it's the like. Four twenty sw- strain is what it's called. It literally smells like it the smells second like song weed. in a fish concert. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've got the hooch, <laughs> baby. Yes. <laughs> For Michael's beer. Don't worry about a thing. Sing it, Michael. Come on. Because every little thing is going to be all right. You yeah, really I'm, don't know this song? I was going to say. God, I fucking love Such a Bob great Marley. song, man. This, this is a great album. This is like, I, list, I put on Marley when it's nice weather out mm-hmm. and I'm driving. Man, it is just perfect. Yeah. Ugh. Right, that's enough. Morning. Yeah, right, that's uh, enough. You need about thirty seconds yeah. of, of Bob Marley. No, I know. Bob, Marley, Bob Marley's fine. You you are not listening to an entire album. Oh, of I Bob do. Marley. Oh yeah, absolutely, I do. I don't ever listen to albums unless I listen to the entire album. I don't listen to just songs. I I I agree with that. But what I'm saying is, the whole album, man, that is a that is. It's a lot of it's a lot of Bob Marley. That's a lot of reggae tones. <laughs> Some, a lot of a lot of steel drums. I had a Buju Banton album when I was in middle school. Man, you did. I don't what know was why. his song? I don't you got to look it up. You got to look up Buju Banton. <laughs> There's no way we're not playing a Buju Banton song on this podcast. I don't have my my. I can't. What? All right. What are you guys drinking? Oh yeah, Brad, what are we He's drinking? Still around? Is he really? Buju Banton tour came up on. Wow. Uh, I okay. I'm having Kentucky Owl being Scranton this weekend. Uh, rye, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, rye whiskey. That is God. That's good. That's good Man, yeah. that is uh-huh. just fantastic. I'm going to fetishize that all day long. Uh, and then um, <laughs> Matt and I are having uh, from Left Hand Brewing Company in Longmont, Colorado, Push Pop Party Nitro. It is ridiculous. Yeah, good. it's really good, dude. It kind of tastes it's only like a like push pop. Yeah. 5%. And, and that needs to be on nitro. Yep. Like that is just, it's so, so good. Do they s- sell it not nitro? I doubt it. I doubt so it. So, how no. do they make it nitro in a can? They add nitro to it. They just, they oh, they just add it into the top. Yeah. Well, that's I could exciting. not, I'm looking at Buju Banton's uh, catalog here. Could not name a Buju Banton's. I don't know that I could. And I had an album of his. Why are we talking about Buju Banton? Why are we is not? Is that even I mean, a real person? Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like uh, Ron Swanson. Uh, here's a Bant. Was it Boom Bye Bye? That sounds oh, man. Familiar. I don't know. No. Yeah, that's from '92, so that's probably that was about Steppa? the time. Was he here? Come the hot Steppa? No, 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 that wasn't. Who the fuck was that? You're not plugged in. I know. I had never plugged in. I didn't get a cord out for you. I don't think that's it. All right. Anyway. I had this in middle school. If you'd like to buy us around, head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Fucking turn it off. Nobody can even hear it. I can. Only Brandon. Can it and it's annoying. That's <laughs> what Brandon does. Um, if, you, if you go on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Did you have voice in Jamaica? Was that the one you had? I You'll get in remember. the pub. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Um, I, can I, already, I can already feel the 420s kicking I, in. Okay. So all I remember, all I remember is a line from one of the songs that said it caressed your body from your tits to your lips. Wow. Well, that's a. How very, do you remember that? How the hell do you remember how that? How do you forget? Well, how a line you forget like when that? you're a kid, man? I was a I was a a sheltered Christian preteen. Uh, uh, Mom, uh, this is tits. I think I need to burn it. I don't know how they let me have that album, actually. They probably just didn't know. They did, yeah. Right they probably thought no. it was like a spinoff of Jeff Moore in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that's the bass player from Jeff Moore in the distance. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, Anyway, if you if you support us, you'll get it in the pub while it's there. I wonder which um, lips he was talking about. Oh, I can take a guess. I hadn't even thought about that. Some, but uh, some labia folds, <laughs> if you will. Well, well, there, there it is. Uh, we, we, little little menorah and menorah up we, all up in you. We finally we, we finally got around to it. <laughs> didn't we didn't didn't try to skirt around it. We just went right in there. Uh, you, you know when I was in when I was in middle school skirt? that didn't factor in when I was thinking of lips. I was like, no, oh, it's no. lips, and now I'm like, uh. I am I am ex- this many days old whenever I figured that out. So I immediately thought just mouth lips, right? Uh. I hate. <laughs> okay. Uh, things discussed in the pub this week. Um, That's my Christian clown moniker. Mouth lips. Here comes old mouth lips. Uh, <laughs> we had a meetup with uh, <laughs> Mr. Matt Benson. Yeah, and, yeah we did. Uh, his lovely and, wife and, and Ash child and, and Hop Along. Ash and we had, it was nice, man. We had it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lots of tacos and tequila were consumed. We did tequila shots. A lot of fetishizing. This is Matt Benson. I could have done another tequila shot. Those are delicious. This is Matt Benson. Right, well, man, that hit my stomach like a brick, yeah, though. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. And who who else is there? It's been a week or so. <laughs> uh, the McCormicks. Ben, uh, la, 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 la. Michelle White. Yeah, uh, Michael Moncton. Moncton was there. Jason Williams. Jason Williams there was, was there. a lot. Oh, yeah, lot Jason Williams came back. Yeah. Who else was there? Um, Us. Sluss. Oh, Sluss. Sluss factor five. (laughs) I preferred one through four. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Another thing discussed in the pub, would you take an immortality pill? I didn't answer that one. I don't think I would. Oh, that's interesting. I I haven't been in the pub. I am literally writing a PCC about that very thing right now. Immortality pills? I mean, in a roundabout way, that's exactly... Or that's really pills. weird. No, yeah. not virility pills. 
I have no problem with those. For your low T. <laughs> <laughs> I'm growing tits, man. You need to do a a, a PCC a, a just in low T advertisement speak. <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> when did this country turn into a bunch of pussies? You can't get it up. Well, <laughs> take testosterone and shoot the fuck out of something. Yeah, Woo! you'll become a human hammer. <laughs> well, there it is. That's if that is not the hashtag, I'm done. Human hammer. <laughs> Wait, isn't that that lawyer that's always on TV? Yeah, oh, the human, hammer. The human, hammer. No, he's not the, the hammer. hammer. It's the hammer. Oh, remember when he was not called the hammer? That guy definitely gets blowies from low low grade prostitutes. I'm yeah, telling you right now, with fevers. Yeah, straight up, he looks like a hammerhead shark with shoulders. Really does. What's his, is it? Daryl Isaac? Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. You've been hurt by Daryl Isaac. Sounds like a country singer. Yeah, makes shitty stadium no, he's pop. Definitely, country. He definitely is just an Italian guy that eats a shitload of pasta. You can tell I've just by looking at him. Yeah. At the ambulance station. <laughs> All right. What are we doing? Um. So would you take the Im- immortality pill? Uh. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. That's what most people said. They they want to die. Yeah, I mean, it's not that I want to die. Well, this is exactly what I'm... That's so insanely... I've, I haven't been on Facebook in like... Days. A week and a half, yeah. probably. I got on there briefly on my computer. I took it off my phone, so I got on my computer the other night, and I had 90 notifications. I was like, nope, shut it. <laughs> <laughs> Just closed it up. <laughs> so... Um, <clears throat> what else? Okay, everyone, has, uh, everyone became Alex Jones uh, over the weekend. <laughs> oh, when... Epstein yeah. died. Yeah. 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 Everybody went yeah. full uh, full conspiracy. Yep. It doesn't fucking matter because it's over. It doesn't matter because all that shit's on a hard drive somewhere anyway. And what I think well, is... they raided his... Uh, it's the, FBI, the FBI raided his Caribbean yeah. paradise of mansion that the locals call... What do they call it? Uh, Fuck my... Pedophile paradise or oh something? Oh, my God. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, there's a hard drive somewhere. I or list. Yeah, uh, there's something. I, it'll yeah. come out. It'll come out eventually. I hope um, Bill Clinton gets busted. I hope Trump gets busted. Fuck every one of them. They're terrible people. Yeah, and I, I will say that the majority of what I saw online was uh, certain uh, people pointing at the other party's leader uh, in, in that conspiracy. I want to. It was I, never I both to go down. Nobody's defend. If you're defending Here's Clinton the thing. because you're a Democrat, yeah. or you're defending yes. Trump because you're a Republican, yes. you're a fucking horrible human being. Yes. They're goddamn pedophiles. We're talking about. Yeah. Talking about fucking underage girls. Give me a break. There's nothing to defend. God, I'm so tired of party politics, man. Like this yeah, is exactly. not a party you, you issue. You really, you really like. We've gotten to the point in this country where. Like pedophilia is a party politics thing. No, no, it's just bad. Like I don't care who engages in it. It's not a party. It's just bad. I don't give a shit who was involved with it. I want them found and I want them put in prison for the rest of their lives. Yes, I don't care who it was. Absolutely, could not care less their party affiliation. Yeah, I don't know how I wrote this down. I there's not really a good segue for it, and for that, I'm going to apologize to you, Matt. Um, Also, uh, discussed in the pub this week, Matt peed in his side yard. Oh, good so. for you. It was dark out. Dude, I pee in. Well, I've got a fenced in yard. You got a, you got a pee, pee spot, pee corner? I do have a pee Nobody corner. can fucking see me in the dark. Yeah, I've got a pee corner. corner. Definitely have a pee corner in my side yard. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. I just pee on the side. I've of got a couple. Next time you're over, I'll show you. It's a dead spot a, in the grass. I got a couple feet. <laughs> it. Gwen, <laughs> Gwen and I share the Is same it really spot. dead? No, it's not. Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't do it drinking. that much. <laughs> I just yeah. drink a lot of Mountain Dews. I don't do it that Slim much. Jams. Yes. The surge in beef jerky. That's <laughs> most of my diet at this, this point. This is my pea corner, and that's my slop basket. <laughs> um, uh, God, do you remember surge? That stuff yeah. was awful. It's out again. Oh, it's, I think yeah, it's still it's out. out. Yeah, it's back out. I so, had it at Thanksgiving a few years ago. It's it so gross. That doesn't surprise me at all. I drank it in college for yeah. a while when it was big. Surge, I just make surge and Dr. Pepper. Ooh, And it layered. What? Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta try that. That's, that was a uh, that's called the youth minister uh, black and tan. Yeah, pretty, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's great. Um, uh, also in the pub, white guys tagging Brad in hot dog pics. Were they really? So, yeah, no, yeah no. That, that's a lot of you notifications. Well, <laughs> jokes on you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yep. I don't really remember who it was. So I just I knew they were white, so I just went ahead. <laughs> Stereotyped him. I knew they were white. That's all I know. <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that I have like 15 hashtags already? <laughs> um. I, oh yeah, we get, we gotta we do have a fat pastor. Do we want to do fat pastors or meditating? I'm gonna abstain, but go ahead. Oh, you're not gonna try <sighs> voodoo chips I've from Ashland. I've had voodoo chips. Are you not gonna try the ones? cereal, dude? I'm. No, you can take two. Are we doing both of them? No, this I, week? dude, I just got over my sugar detox. I'm not it's, doing. You can take two bites. No, you really don't understand how which, bad sugar um, detox is. Which, which <laughs> are, are we doing both? Or are we just doing one? Well, we should probably do this one because the cereal because it was okay. supposed to be two weeks ago. Ashley, and we'll do yours next time. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Well, this is from Diana Thompson. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, they look delicious. I'm not gonna lie, but. Bojangles here. What's up with that name? People think I'm funny. People think I'm strange. Rolling on up in the passing pub. All right, Brad's gonna get some. Sorry, right, just a tiny, tiny bit. Right. If that's if that's heavy on the chicken flavor, we're in trouble. Okay, so uh, from, I'm really hoping that's heavy on the uh, from uh, Diana Hoffel. Diana Ha Thompson. Diana Ha Thompson. No, Diana Ha. Diana Ha. Um, from Di- uh, Diana Thompson. Yeah. We have. Uh, damn it! Oh, God damn it! <laughs> this is chicken shaped. Um, it is. We have cereal. It's cereal kind of like dog food. shaped like chicken. It's honey, like honey bunches of oats. Food. One is chicken and waffles flavored. Do the chicken and waffles. And first. one is maple maple bacon donut flavored. So, all right, here we go. Okay, let's get a crunch. Mm. So the chicken and waffles is pretty good. There's not a great deal of chicken. I no, I wouldn't think there. It's would. very waffle esque, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. So. All right, and then what's the other one? Maple. I get a little bit of, um, I don't know, chips almost, chip flavor. I don't know. It's savory. It's definitely more savory than... Yeah, I get a little bit of that. The other one's maple bacon donut. Um, it's mostly maple, which is great. But then there's like a weird, almost musty oh, flavor in the yeah. background. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's musty, right? Like, is, is yeah. that the right word? Got a beef jerky flavor. It's 
It tastes like a tree a little bit. It kind of tastes like an old it's person's like... house smells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, just from the back end. I'm like, right, most gonna... of it is maple. There's, like, this weird off-putting, like... It is. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. It's like crunchy beef jerky. It's like Captain remember, Crunch and beef jerky together. house? What that smelled oh, like. Kind of like yeah. that. You'd walk oh, in, it's just like, oh, holy Christ. Like, yeah. waft in. What the hell is that? Is it formaldehyde? Yeah. What is that smell? Some decaying flesh. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Decaying old person. Man. All right. The, 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 the chicken, chicken and waffles. waffles I'll give those better. four, man. The chicken and waffles are the winner of the two. And I wasn't expecting that, actually. The maple maple bacon, those are, I'll give those like That's a two. I'll give it a three. Jerky. No, I'll give it a three because it was just kind of a weird, like. I couldn't have a bowl of that. I wonder I if it'd be different yeah, with milk. I, I mean, maybe. I, you know, maybe a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, they're good. Thank you for those, yeah. by the way. Those were, yeah. that was fun. The chicken and waffles was unexpectedly yeah, yeah. delicious. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Mostly waffle. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's I, got, I did get some chicken. Yeah, in there's there. like a little bit of weird <laughs> salty something. I, don't I mean, know. I mean, the chicken meat was a little off-putting. Yeah, it's but, a little uh, off-putting. Chicken jerky. Chunk, chunks of, ch- like, Campbell's chicken. <laughs> I'm kind of a honey bunch. It's a vote slut anyway. That's a good cereal. That's a good damn cereal, man. I've recently really, been drinking, uh, eating cereal with almond milk. Love it. Oh, I've never yeah. had almond milk. I probably should. It's try good that. with cereal. You don't want to just drink it straight. But How, do they get it from the the teat of the almond? They do. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's my favorite. Part it is of a the meticulous almond. process. Almond teat. Yeah. Um, I, almond milk's not bad. No, it's fine. I'm not a big fan of coconut milk. I do like coconut milk too, though. Not but as man, much as that, almond. You milk. drink enough of that stuff, you will be on a toilet yeah. for days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't even fucking eat curry. It'd be like wiping, trying to wipe Bob Ross's painting yeah. easel. Yeah. <laughs> like trying to clean it off. Yes. Yeah. Just wipe and wipe just and wipe. It's like a coming. magic marker back just there. Just keeps yeah. coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Welcome, Dustin Ransom fans, to yes. uh, the Inglorious Pastors podcast. Yeah, where we talk about, talk about stupid <laughs> cereal. Wiping shit like we're wiping paint off of a uh, tray. <laughs> Have you guys ever made like a shit art like when no. you were a kid? What? Did you ever... No, 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 no. no stop, right sure. stop right now. Stop right you now. fucking stop right now. You I did, I, I did not. I did not. No, you liar. No, Why would I you would bring not. that up? Why would Why you bring not? that up? Why not? Shit art. Michael was that kid. He was I, the kid wiping his own shit that. on no, walls. That is not true. I've seen that. It was Fuck, not me. Fucking juggling. I saw it, it in high school. I remember one day somebody juggling did that. Shit. Like, yeah. wipe shit all. And like, what? I know. Who, I don't why? know. I don't know. What is wrong with you? Like, who does? There is a serious yeah. psychological mm. issue going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody sent me a video of this guy who. No, 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 no. stop. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. Dude, no. Stop. Insane. Stop. This is where you need to stop when we tell you to stop. <laughs> stop. He could shoot that. Michael! Michael! <laughs> it was a projectile. Oh, my God. You just, you can't stop. You it doesn't. Can't. It was a fucking projectile. That's shit. great, Michael. Can we move on? God. You, you know the submarines? Michael! That you have in, in pools? Little rocket submarines that sink to the bottom. You have to go to the bottom and get it. Or it can kind of glide. I have checked out. I am I, out. I'm gone. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do meditating with Gary Busey. Are you, are you about ready? Yeah, I got it. I'll let you know when my computer's ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's great having a bird in the house I can talk to. It's been... Uh, 
Meditating with Gary Busey. Uh, it's probably a dead turkey in his fucking fridge. It just wouldn't surprise me. No, it wouldn't at all. Uh-uh. Nope. We, oh, man, I forgot we still need to do the cameo thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, are we doing the... I've the, been mentally writing something in my head. Look on the bright side with Mr. Brightside himself, Matt Polly. Always look on the light side of life. What do you got? Brad? Yeah. Oh, uh, nitro beers. Like them. <laughs> Big fan. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, yes. nitro coffee. We have like Big another, we have another couple nitro of coffee left today. hands in there, I think, too. From like a different different kind. Oh, yeah? But it's left hand, yeah. yeah save me it? one of those. I've been mm, on. I don't know. This is a four-pack, so. Look. Okay. Save, save me one. There's two in there. <laughs> they're, I know. They're 10 feet behind your back right now. I know, now. but I'm not going to drink a bunch of beers tonight. Why? I got to save up for... Whiskey or something. <laughs> okay. Uh, I celebrated 21 years of marriage last oh. week. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. And by alcohol. Okay. Huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I did it just for that reaction. I have a, re- I have a real bad joke. But <laughs> what do you want? A goddamn pat on the back? <laughs> <laughs> no, Beth deserves one, though. <laughs> yes, she does. She awesome. There will be no arguing that point. God, the fact that she hasn't smothered you in your sleep. She deserves a medal. (laughs) And you're like Chewbacca. You don't get one. (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) What? I don't know what we're doing. Uh, Oh, so so 21 years. Yes. How's it feel? It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Last year was a rough year, so... Last couple of years have been rough years. Yeah, just with medical shit and everything else. But yeah, we're looking for, looking for a good one this year. Sweet. Yeah. Went out to lunch. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where'd you go? Red Lobster. <laughs> Wine and dine. <laughs> Did you get the surf and turf? Uh, we went to Upland actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's awesome. Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> no, they went to. They, God damn it! They went to Captain <laughs> D's. <laughs> I bet they did. That's upscale Long John Silvers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, wasn't going to go there, but okay. <laughs> well, it's 21 years. you got to experiment. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, oh, no, no. No, you didn't. I can guarantee that. Nope. All right. Next. Okay. <laughs> um, what's what was my, yours? Uh, I was on vacation last week, which yeah, was nice. Non bright side is that you're back. Yeah, my non bright side <laughs> is I'm back this week. Um, yeah, it was good. We didn't do anything, so you know was, sometimes that is just nice. a wonderful vacation. It's a staycation. We didn't do a lot on ours either. Like it was kind of nice. Yeah, we prep for the kids to get ready to go to school. So our children go to the same school now. Well, I two know. of our children. Yeah. Amos will be there next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. but that's not right now, is it? Yeah. That's <laughs> next year. Correct. Next year it'll be three of our I like how we had an open years. house and we saw like I don't, I didn't five see you. people I, how did from I not our see you? church plant and yeah, we didn't did. see each other. All five yes. of them? Yeah, all five yes, of them. Yes, we did. Saw all five from our 
Yeah. They're doing well. Well, they all have kids that are. <laughs> They're in doing well, school. and none of them are going to church. So yep. that's what we call that a win-win. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Once you go City Hill, you never go back. Yeah, mm. it depends on who you ask. Some people leaned, well that's leaned true. hard into it afterwards. Very true. Like, I can't believe I followed the Zedans. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Okay. Okay. We're going to do something else? Or we sure. Just, like, nah, call it quits? Or... <laughs> the audience has <laughs> 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 Uh, here, Here's your winner. Oh, no. <laughs> from tw- tw- from 247hiphopnews.com. Wow. 247? Uh-huh. I'm assuming it's 24-7. Wow. What? That's a Two, real website. Two forty seven. Apparently, um, R. Kelly promises to stay away from minors if released. Wow. Oh, well, that's that's real. Hey, man. spoiler alert: you're not getting released. That's been done, and you continue to fuck kids. No, you're not getting released. <laughs> Jesus, I God, that fucking guy. He's in. So, he's currently in solitary. Oh man, he's begging to be released from prison. Yeah, I bet he is. Uh-huh. Um, Somebody give him the Epstein treatment. And it, wow, just calling for murder. Okay. Uh, in an attempt to sway the no. judge's decision, I'm the ne- suicide. I'm the next <laughs> Pat Robertson. What can I say? He said he said he'd be on his best behavior and wear an ankle monitor if they gave him bond. Uh, according to the blast, I have ankle. No, monitor. he needs a dick monitor. Yeah. Like yeah. he needs one of those dick cages. Like, That's what he needs. He You'll needs be released, d- but you're getting a dick cage. He needs a dick guillotine. <laughs> You're getting a dick cage and we're chopping your hands off. That's according that you can't hurt anybody. Um, the singer refuted claims that he's a flight risk by explaining that his finances are incredibly tight. No, you're a fuck risk. It's he not also, a flight risk. He also said that he'll stay away from contacting or communicating with minors while also promising to wear a GPS monitor to track his movements. His he's not team, going to McDonald's? His team said Mr. Kelly no longer has the money or the entourage he once did to help him in his endeavors. Why are they not in prison too? Wait, so wait. So they're literally just admitting it at this point? Like, yeah. Oh, he's not rich enough to fuck kids anymore? Like, what is... What the fuck? This guy, if he ever gets out of prison, there is no justice. That motherfucker needs to be in prison for the rest of his life. Wow. Yeah. Good God. Anyway. That's the... When you're... (laughs) When you're legal, nobody can help him. I'm sorry, but you need new lawyers if your legal defense is he's not rich enough to fuck kids anymore. Yeah, he doesn't have like. Wait, he doesn't have what? He doesn't have anybody to help him get minors. Wow. Is essentially what they fucking admitted. Are you kidding <laughs> me, Christ. dude? What the oh. hell? That is so unbelievably fucked up. What? Yeah. Yep. This is this is where we're at. Yeah. I I don't I am literally speechless. I know. Right I, now. I yeah. What the fuck? I know. Like, there's not even really any jokes you can make there because it's so I, it's so horrifying. terrible. Like, he's a horrifying, terrible human being. Can we just re-roll the tape of his interview with Gail King again? Oh man, you're the killing me. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, exactly. With any luck. Jeez, I'm sorry. I don't extend a whole lot of grace to pedophiles. No, yeah. man, oh man. And if they took uh, him out of solitary, he would last five minutes in the general uh, population yeah. before he was beaten to death. Yeah, boy, no, that's uh, well. Where do we go from there? I don't know. 
Uh, how about this? <laughs> Do you have any good news by any chance? <laughs> Might be able to dick some up. This one's not <laughs> wow. so much. Uh, from uh, Local 10 News, where news is in your community. Uh, man arrested while trying to avoid sex with girlfriend. What? <laughs> Wait, what? I mean, man arrested <laughs> All right. while trying to avoid sex with girlfriend. Warren, Ohio. A man was arrested for trying to avoid having sex with his girlfriend, but it's the way he did it that got him in trouble. How did he do Christian that? Collins, spelled K-H-R-Y-S-T-I-A-N. Why? <laughs> why? 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 Of Warren, Ohio, locked himself inside his girlfriend's Kia Optima and refused to get out. <laughs> when police that's arrived... A, that's a great <laughs> sentence. Yeah. That is I a know. great sentence. When police sentence. arrived, they found Collins inside the car with the window cracked open. Collins told officials he stayed with in the straw so he, out so he can breathe. There you go. <laughs> Collins told officials he stayed in the car because his girlfriend always wants to have sex and it was too hot in their apartment. <laughs> too, too sweaty up in this bitch, man. <laughs> what a story. I know. The girlfriend oh, confirmed Collins' account of the story. Yeah, I just wanted to get it on, so he is hiding in the car. Too damn hot. What's that viral video of that lady? It's too damn hot. Whatever it is, she goes nuts. She goes on this rant about how fucking hot it is. Anyway, an officer was eventually able to open the door and had to pull Collins out of the car because he refused to move. (laughs) He Collins was charged with obstructing official business, resisting, and trespass. He was also charged with the count of domestic (laughs) violence because he allegedly threatened to hit his girlfriend during the incident. He threatened? Okay, so, like, at this point... That that relationship needs to be done. Yeah. yeah, for a number of reasons. Oh my god, no, no! If you try to fuck the me, guys. I'm gonna hit you. Is that what happened? Wow, that seems like an accurate reenactment. So, one of the comments. What is her number? <laughs> yep, there it is. And the, the the comment under that, get in line, bro. Wow, line starts here. Wow, wow. Uh, <sighs> well, what just says, dead girl, be ready. <laughs> she ready. All right, we're done here. All right. Uh, you don't have anything else. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Uh, Brazilian drug trafficker tries to escape prison disguised as his daughter. Dude, did you see the picture? Uh, there's this- a picture. <laughs> it's... You know okay, the, so you know, that was when Dwight Schrute puts on yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. The, that's what the arm. That's what it looks like. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Uh, it's not convincing. No, it's it looks not. like a man dressed in a sex doll. Skin. Skin. It, it does. does. Yeah, like it's definitely skin to sex doll. It definitely has yeah. a sex doll look to it. Um, so when visiting hours ended at a prison outside Rio, a young woman made her way toward the exit before guards took a second look and pulled her aside. <laughs> they, they noticed the protruding penis and God damn. Uh, <clears throat> so it turns out she wasn't a woman at all, but a well-known male drug trafficker. Clavino da Silva was sentenced to 73 years and 10 months in prison. Not 10, 10 months. months seems excessive. Uh, <laughs> his escape plan. Uh, was to have his 19-year-old daughter visit the prison, known as Bangu Three. Boy, I bet it. I bet it is. Wow. I bet that is a Bangu Two and One. Yeah, right. I, yeah. What they aren't gonna help, Daddy? <laughs> it lacks the depth of Bangu Four. Uh, disguise himself as her and then leave her behind in this place. <laughs> he was gonna leave her behind. <clears throat> yeah. What a in shit prison? Yeah. Whoa. Yep. Wow. 
Uh, it might have worked, but authorities authorities say the quote woman's air of nervousness nervousness signaled something was amiss. Um, so it, first, it shows the, the fact that she couldn't smile. Yeah, the, yeah right. <laughs> uh, first, it shows what might appear to be a young woman with long black hair wearing glasses and a pink shirt. Uh, one of the guards takes off her glasses and lifts off the black wig, revealing a strangely smooth head. <laughs> There's your hashtag. Uh, then the person in disguise peels off the pink shirt and a That's bra. My, that was my nickname. Revealing a muscular frame with arm tattoos. Man, this is fucking weird. I, I mean, yeah, that's this is you just, got. You just have to look at the picture because the picture really, really kind of says it all. I mean, it's, it's not totally clear how much De Silva's daughter knew about his plan when she was well, questioned by authorities. I, man, oh, okay. Along with seven other people who recently visited him because they think that's how he got his disguise. So they just brought in piece by piece. Basically. And then like he was just what a shitty fucking yeah. human being. Just going to leave his daughter there in prison. Wow. In Bangu three. Boy. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Brazil's prisons are notoriously violent. At least 57 prisoners were killed during a prison riot last week. Whoa. Whoa. At least 16 of whom were decapitated. Jesus. With what? I somebody's cock. Dental I have floss. no fucking idea. What'd you say? Dental floss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh wow. my god. Yeah. Don't don't get arrested in Brazil, kids. That's the lesson to be learned here. You well, will I, not. I make think it we out. know why Ryan Lochte didn't want to go there. Now, well, he's pretty soft. Um, <laughs> he's got a nice mushy butt for everybody to. Wow. wow. Jesus Christ. I think he works out. Backup noise. Dot. Dot uh, wave. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. And, uh, from. Brian Lochte was on Celebrity Big Brother. No, it's not Brian. Was or that Ryan. his brother? His brother, no, Ryan's Ryan brother, Lochte. Brian, was on? No, it's Ryan Lochte. <laughs> like it fucking matters. Uh, from HuffPost.com, the premier liberal <laughs> shit rag. Uh, Florida toilet explodes after lightning strikes septic tank. Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> Is anybody on it? Uh, <laughs> Talk about a bidet. <laughs> no, Michael. No. A Florida woman says lightning destroyed her septic just, tank and just caused shit straight through her, straight through her head. <laughs> I'm levitating. Uh, she just blew her colon straight out of her mouth. Can I? Can I finish this? Blew those rocket packs by the ocean. <laughs> what? You see those rocket packs? The water rocket packs? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sorry. It's like all those Bugs Bunny cartoons where they, they strike oil Mary and they Lou, float on Mary top Lou of Mary Lou Ward, who later coughed out a tampon. <laughs> um, <laughs> tells television station Wink News. <laughs> Get it? I, I got nothing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that the sole toilet in her Port Charlotte home was shattered into hundreds of pieces. Jesus. The explosion was the loudest sound she's ever heard and that she also smelled smoke. I bet, I bet burning, shit. burning shit, burning oh, shit. God, I, I bet, bet the smell. Oh. You just, I bet, you I just, bet a plumber walked in and was like, "Nope, nope. call somebody else." Nope, I'm good. You charge double time, no matter what time of day it is. She for says that. a plumber told her lightning hit the methane gas that was built up in the pipes from yeah. shit. Yeah. Essentially, uh, Ward says that she'll have to get the toilet and its septic repaired. No, you're not repairing that toilet. No. You're replacing. The no, there's toilet. no repairing. Yeah, you're not gonna. But she's glue. thankful no one was injured. You're not gonna glue that shit. Oh, a little together. bit of gorilla glue. It'll be fine. <laughs> That's right. If the commercials are to be believed. Wow. 
Yep. Well, there you go. Michael, all dare right. I ask? Um, all right. Uh, British man denied passport uh, because his name is considered uh, too rude. Cornwall man was unable to leave the UK uh, as his name is considered too rude to be printed on a passport. Um, and it's his own fault. So a few years back, Kenny Kennard um, decided to change his surname to Foo Kennard. Foo hyphen Kennard. Okay, that's... Foo Kennard. That's so good. Well, the joke is now backfired. Uh, is it Foo or Fu? F-U. It'd be fucking hard. Fucking hard. Fucking hard. Yep, that's... Fucking hard. Fucking hard. Yeah. Fucking hard. Yep. So. Boy, that, this guy, we got to get this guy on the podcast. <laughs> He's a supermarket employee. Surely we can make this happen, if, right? Even if it's like a five-minute interview. I'm sorry. Just if, we so we can get a, if we can't get a supermarket employee on the <laughs> podcast, we need to shut this shit down now. So that is I'm looking up. My name to How's that spelled? K, uh, F-U-K-E-N-N-A-R-D. <laughs> Uh, when I when I wait K N N R D K E N N A R D Oh okay sorry fucking hard fucking hard no fucking hard fucking hard <laughs> he's fucking hard how do we find this guy um I don't know <laughs> is there anybody, anybody we have some British <laughs> listeners is there any way you can get us this guy's info I'm not kidding I want this person on the podcast. Like, so, absolutely, without a doubt, when he won the podcast. He was able to get it on his driver's <laughs> license, but he couldn't get it on his passport, so he is uh, screwed, nonetheless. Fucking hard. Do, do you remember? I happened to listen to an old episode a while back. Do you remember when you found the lit when we did the story of Dick Assman? Yeah. And you found the list of names? Yeah. <laughs> Chew- hey. Chewcock. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, <laughs> turns out this is actually a, a sort of a, a fat, hobby. Fat ho. <laughs> That's right. This is a, actually a I'm hobby looking for it Kenny. Up again. Kenny, um, when he was 16, he changed his name to Coco Kenny. So it's wow. not the first time he changed his name. Uh, and then he was told to change it back by the army when he was 19 because he was too immature. Well, here's weirdest city names. <laughs> Middle fart. <laughs> Looks so. like it's in the UK. So that's it. That's just Kenny uh, Fukinard. Fukinard. Dude, we got to get him on the podcast. <laughs> He's very We've upset. got to figure out how to make this happen. I have no idea how to make this he happen. He wants to leave Britain for a holiday and he can't because <laughs> his name. Um, are you going to be all right, buddy? Oh, my God. Weirdest band names. <laughs> no. <laughs> Number 103. <laughs> Moist Fist. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the the, uh, the Onion AV Club every year does a does a canonical list of weird, does Hold a on. weird band names thing? <laughs> Number one hundred five, flaming anus, <laughs> clam abuse. Wow, this <laughs> is to the point. Big dumb dick. <laughs> Oh, canonical list of weird band names. You and I used to call each other when we were at the church. And we oh, wait, Alabama Thunder Pussies on the list. That yeah. nice. That's true. Checks out. Adolf Hitler's nipples. 
Does he? Ethel Meat Plow? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Linoleum blown apart. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Weirdest last names. <laughs> oh, I can't read that one. Uh, and, oh, here's Anurag. And <laughs> <laughs> I do I do remember one other one. Dick shit. <laughs> I do remember another one that was on that list that you read. One was and an ass rammer. Uh, okay, we gotta get off this. We'll never we'll never get anywhere. Get off of ass ramming? No. <laughs> this guy's name is Dick Tips. <laughs> oh, I'm sweating. We've got to get out of this. Oh my god! Interaction. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, I- I'm gonna let you choose. I'm sweating uh, so. I know. Hard. I am too. <laughs> um, your choice is uh, <laughs> Canada or dogs? Uh, Canada. Canada. <laughs> All right. Uh, funny pictures that sum up oh. Canada. And I'm saying oh. pictures because they're that's a lot of it right now. <laughs> so uh, one is a picture of 700. It's a newspaper. 700 Canadian doctors protest salary raises and say that we're paid too much. What? Uh, they earn four hundred and three thousand um, oh. dollars annually. That's so a lot of money. They basically protested to say we don't need that money. Use it for other civic reasons. Huh. Um, Canadian bathroom graffiti. It's a picture, and one says, "Your mom is a nice lady." And <laughs> <laughs> underneath it, it says, "In someone else's handwriting, your father is proud of you." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um. <laughs> The um, there is hold on wait uh, the Canadian protest signs. I'm a little upset. Don't <laughs> <laughs> another one. Uh, don't do it again. Okay. Um, sorry to bother you, but perhaps you should take a break from as as our mayor. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to bother you. <laughs> um, this is a a sign for a hotel. It says pet friendly except bears. We won't make that mistake again. <laughs> Uh, another one, it's a big sign in like hand painted, a big hand painted sign. It's huge. And it says, bring back my wheelbarrow. <laughs> and then a few days later, thank you for bringing back my wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a- another one. This is an ad in a newspaper somebody wrote. And it says, um, it's like a classified ad. It says, driver who beeped at me for going uh out to turn at the four-way stop at 13 in Belmont, 6 p.m. Thursday the 20th. <laughs> I was wrong. You were right. Sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yep. Um, there's just a bunch of different pictures of yeah. Canadian shit. It may seem rude, but for secu- security reasons, please do not open the door to strangers. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, that's that's pretty great. Um, oh, another one. This is uh, from a, uh, somebody's garden. It's a, a chalkboard. It says, uh, if you steal our rhubarb, pull the root out 
with the stem. When you chop the stem at the base, the rhubarb doesn't grow back. Please be a considerate thief. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we'll have that up on uh, Twitter and all the other shit. Yep. So, what? I'm back on the canonical list of weird band names. (laughs) The the atomic bitch wax. Uh, 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 the Bambi molesters. Oh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> have you got, have you guys got have you got the latest recording from Mega Smegma? <laughs> Can we do a we need to do a segment where it's just three, just three or four names from this list every week. <laughs> biscuit tits. <laughs> Is that a playoff of Limp? It's a Limp Biscuit cover band, we isn't just, it? We need to get out of this. We need to all, stop. All girl Limp Biscuit cover band, Biscuit Tits. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we need to get out of this. All right. All right. Uh, Let's go into Foofy. All right. <laughs> Buster Hyman and the Penetrators. <laughs> Okay, well, I think we'll put this list up to you on All the right. webs on the on the uh, Facebook page. Sorry, Dustin Ransom fans. <laughs> Everyone's here for Dustin Ransom. I apologize. Oh, colon on the cob. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, All right. Holding this sm- smeg mats. <laughs> Oh. Oh. I'm just going to keep yeah. going. Well, if you don't I'm, stop. well, I'm trying to get you to stop so I can oh. talk about Dustin Ransom. Okay, go ahead. I'm not going to have it interspersed with porn names. <laughs> Dead alcoholics with boaters. Brad, <laughs> 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 just turn it off. Just turn our mics off. Good. Guys. Just turn our mics All off. Right. That way we're done. All right. All right. Uh, Dustin Ransom, uh, built on deep grooves, impeccable musicianship, a uh, tasteful mixture of genres and honest, thought-provoking lyrics. Dustin Ransom makes music to help music lovers love, uh, heart music lovers move, groove, feel, and heal. Born and raised in small town Indiana, uh, Ransom learned to play numerous instruments. Uh, and write, sing, and record his own songs from a young age before moving to Nashville, Tennessee, where he became a first-call musician for producer uh, and producer for artists including Dave Barnes, uh, Ben Rector, um, didn't touch her. Um, uh, <laughs> we didn't even say it. I t- <laughs> um, uh, he, he is actually really good. I like Ben Rector. Uh, Jarza Clay, Gabe Dixon, Derek Webb, uh, Steve Mokler, and many, many more. Uh, his upcoming new albums, f- new album, Frontiers, is slated for release uh, this week. It's August really good. 16th. It is It's good. really damn good. It's really varied musically. I love it. Yeah, that. it is. It's I, very eclectic. Yeah. yeah. Music, music, the music's what I catch first. Like, yep. the lyrics come later. Yep. 
Musically, it's it's a very interesting album. Yeah, yep. I think lyrically, it's really great too. It, well, yeah, we're, I agree. we're gonna dive into that a little bit too. When I paid attention to the lyrics, I I caught that as like, well. Oh shit! Yeah. Musically, yeah, the first two singles. Uh, if you're catching this before Friday, you can check them out. Um, I believe in our love and miles of truth are now available for streaming and download. Um, for more information, uh, head on over to DustinRansom.com. Without further ado, here's our conversation with Dusty Ransom. <laughs> Dusty Ransom. <laughs> Old Dusty Rans. I know a guy once named Dusty Rhodes. I'm not even kidding. That's great. All right. Uh, here we go. Further up and further further up further in. Yeah. Yeah. Dustin, are you there? I'm here. I see you. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking into your eyes right now. <laughs> the seduction. Yes, I know. Uh, th- no, it isn't. I stare at him all week. It's not at <laughs> yeah. all. It's no. It's 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 intended as seduction. I don't know if that yeah. makes a difference. It doesn't work. So uh, <laughs> I, we forgot to do this earlier, but I'm Michael, uh, and then we also have Brad, and Matt here as well, Hi, and we sound hey, exactly hey. alike. Hey there. Yep. Michael, Brad, and Matt. Yep. Yes, I'm. Okay, my, Michael is the one that doesn't sound like the other two. <laughs> That's pretty pretty accurate. <laughs> uh, um, so this is a a Fadwa Fadwa podcast, <laughs> Friends of Derek Webb <laughs> podcast, Fadwa. We're calling it that. This is our yeah. first in our Fadwa series. Yes, the fa- the first of the Fadwas. <laughs> I, I think we have we've had multiple Friends of Derek Webb, but this is the cool. first one where he's like, "Hey, you should talk. You to need this to talk person. to this guy." Um, he, he introduced you as his spiritual mentor in many ways. Um, where can people send the angry letters (laughs) (laughs) and why did you do that? Derek's really good at fielding those. I think he could get a, he could have a master's degree in dealing with hate mail. He is, uh, he's really good at the subtle middle finger. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's pretty great at it. It's a very benevolent finger. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's, It's very loving. Yeah. If I had a nickel for every time I've said the phrase benevolent finger, then, well, I don't know what we're talking about. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so so uh, how do you know Derek Webb? So I, I first met Derek, uh, let me think here, in 2011. Um, I was actually filling in for Jars of Clay. I had taken, uh, I was out with them playing keyboards and singing BGVs and Derek was opening. And uh, he, I had been a fan for years. I, I was one of the folks that downloaded uh, Mockingbird from his free Derek Webb. Oh yeah, me too. Thing. And uh, I had just kept, I just kept up with him. I loved his stuff. I especially loved the, so- uh, the Stockholm Syndrome record. And that's what he was kind of uh, promoting at the time when I was out with Jars. And so we got to know each other a little bit there. But then, um, you know, he he and I have so many mutual friends that he we kind of got reacquainted about four years ago. I played piano on uh, he did a 10th anniversary concert for Mockingbird. Yeah. And I played piano and sang some BGVs on that. And uh, it was great. So we just kept in touch. And I ended up, you know, I've played drums with him live. We've talked about, you know producing some stuff together um and he's just been a he's been a wonderful kind generous uh, friend and, and a mentor to me um about 
all, all sorts of things. So I'm, I'm just, I'm continually grateful for his friendship. He's just been so generous to me. That's awesome. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself for everyone who doesn't know Dustin Ransom. Sure. So I was given the name Dustin Ransom. Uh, I was born in Evansville, Indiana. Hey, I was yeah. just there today for yeah. work. Wow. So I was born in Evansville, Indiana at St. Mary's Hospital. And then I was raised in Boonville, Indiana. Oh, yeah. Mighty Boonville. Yeah. In the hills of West Virginia <laughs> inside of Indiana. <laughs> so I was raised there until I was 18. And then I moved uh, to Nashville. I went to school for music and did all sorts of stuff there, um, music related. And then... Um, I've been a professional musician in just about every context you could think of. Producer, engineer, mixer, artist, uh, session musician, orchestral arranger, all sorts of stuff. And, you know, my my artist uh, work or my artist albums and singles and what have you, um, a lot of it deals with the things that we'll probably talk about here today. Um a lot of it's a mix of dealing with uh, really, uh, I would say, dysfunctional cultural norms where I grew up and what I was exposed to by numerous folks and uh, learning how to, uh, I guess, move on from that or forgive it and live in the present and, you know, not use the same rhetoric or um tactics that i was raised with or not raised with but i was ex i experienced in you know uh fundamentalist religion and so on and so forth so you know it's just it's about it's about breaking free from that without judging the folks who were in it still sure so yeah, yeah. what the you said dysfunctional cultural norms like can you give a couple examples of that like what you're talking about Sure. You know, in, in the town that I grew up in, I mean, it was, it was so small that the, what I experienced at least was there was this, this underlying sense that, um, everyone was watching your every move and, <laughs> and it was like, you don't, you don't want to, I, I didn't want to, do anything where it was it but basically the best that was uh uh what other people think about you or perceive of you is more important than what you think about you yep mm. and that sounds very small town yep, yep. we very grew up small in small towns town. too yeah boonville yeah. indiana population 6200 did you know that uh <laughs> president abraham lincoln studied law in boonville did you know that <laughs> he did <laughs> what law yeah, he, he, would walk, he would walk from Dale. I mean, this is like 30, 20 miles or so. He would walk from where he was living in the in Dale, Indiana, and go to the courthouse, I believe, and, and study law. So, you know, we well, had that going the for more, us. The more that, you know. I'm reading the Wikipedia page. That's all you have going for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like, think there's a, there's a point of interest. There's a points of interest section. It's literally about three, three sentences long. Yeah. Like <laughs> the square and a few restaurants yes. and the Boonville post office. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I, I'm actually on somebody added me on that page and I got to laughing about it. You are on here. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You really are. Fantastic. 
Yeah. Oh, it's man. like, you know, what good can come well, from Nazareth? So I like that. We'll get off the Wikipedia <laughs> so, page here in a minute. That um, is the, so other notable good. people, the yeah. first one is Lewis A. Arnold, HVAC worker and Socialist Party of America, Wisconsin State Senator. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like your stuff's impressive here, but that you can't beat HVAC worker and Socialist Party Wisconsin no. State Senator. Yeah. No, that's, that's amazing. That he's, he's got to be a great group of people to work with. <laughs> anyway. God, I cannot believe you're on this Wikipedia. That's page. that is so great. All right, I'm going to get off of Wikipedia now. Fantastic. Okay, so back to back to cultural norms. How, yeah. how, how many how many yeah. Mexican restaurants are in Boonville? I'm guessing the over over under is two. two and a half. You are going to love this. There are two Mexican yep. restaurants that basically taste exactly yes. the same yep. across from each other on the highway. <laughs> That's so great, yo, man. Yo. Classic small town Indiana. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's like, it's and like, they it's hate, like a coin toss. They hate uh, uh, foreigners. I'm yeah, sure. right. But they love that Mexican food. Love yeah. the food. <laughs> oh, God. So great. Where yeah. were we before we got on I don't that, know. that I don't rabbit know. trail? Who do you think you are? What <laughs> no, no, we were doing we a cultural, uh, dysfunctional cultural norm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so, you know, there was this this for me. It, what I what I perceived in that was, um, you can't dream bigger than what this town offers you. Oh uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yep, yeah, I absolutely. Had, it I had does. a friend who grew up there as well who ended up. He moved to Africa with his wife to do some humanitarian work there. And Is that what we're calling it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, he – I remember him saying he came back and he said, man, what I saw, what I experienced was uh, oppression here. Hmm. It's uh, don't think too big, don't have too many dreams because um, – we get scared of that. Uh, we get scared mm-hmm. that somebody's going to kind of rise above that and get out of here. Um, and, you know, it just kind of, it, it subverts the whole culture there, which is just keep everything down, bottle it all up. We don't yep. talk about our problems. We don't talk about our emotions. We don't do anything like that. We just kind of keep it here. and We pretend everything's okay. And we just go about our days. But it's like, it's like a, ticking time bomb you just please. described my family <laughs> yeah. yeah it's nothing nothing yeah. that rocks nothing that rocks the boat nothing that takes anybody out of their comfort zone right nothing that makes anybody uncomfortable right know. yep absolutely we get it absolutely so i i i think i think this um i, I want to kind of talk about your your spiritual journey but i think it correct me if i'm wrong i feel like your new record kind of um tells that story if you will in many ways. All right. So, yeah. so uh, Frontiers is the new record. It comes out this week on Friday. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about the record and why you chose the title Frontiers. Yeah. So I chose the title Frontiers because that that word and the images that sort of come up for me, um, they they evoke exploration, um, newness just freshness and um it's almost like it i'm describing kind of a a blank canvas it's like i get to create the person that i want to be and i get to explore these new places i get to do things and say things that maybe in the past i was scared to do uh because again what are people going to think am i going to live up to whatever um 
whatever standard that I have floating around in my head or that I perceive of other people or what other people have said. And so, you know, much of the record has to do with letting go of certain beliefs, a lot of them. Yeah. And at the same time, and I, I kind of allude to this on the record, at the same time, it's also about like not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. There, there are many things that I still really, truly love about the, the faith. And I'll, I'll make a side note. I didn't grow up in the church. My parents were not religious at all. Huh. And so I kind of came into it on my own, which we can talk about if you want to. Yeah, later. let's yeah. do that, actually. But, um, you know, it was kind of like I finally got to say, you know, I just I, I really don't believe a lot of these things. And I haven't for a long time. And I'm finally OK with saying that at at the risk of losing certain folks in my life or whatever. And uh, so that's, that story is told through a lot of different ways in the record. And I, you know, part of that, part of that journey is part of my spiritual journey has been, and it still is. It's honestly probably the hardest thing I struggle with in my life, which is allowing people to be on their journey without trying to prove them wrong or, critique them or judge them or whatever it is attack them because yeah. that's the ver those are the very things that drove me out of that religion so why why uh send it back to them just from a different perspective it's all the same it just has a different label on it so damn yeah <laughs> that's good <laughs> yeah. that, that so shit will preach yeah <laughs> you know i find yeah. it, i find it interesting that you you didn't. You said you, you know, your parents weren't religious. You didn't grow up in it necessarily. You came to it, so I assume you came to it a little bit later than a lot of people like us would have when we basically were born into it. Yeah. And yet, yeah. you and you still found. It always seems to me that people come to it later. Don't necessarily. Maybe it's a broad generalization. They don't hold as tightly to it. Maybe don't hold tightly to it, so they're more open to different ideas. But you went through a whole. I mean, essentially, went or kind of going through a whole deconstruction of it, even though you came yeah. to it later. Yeah, so I came into how, how did you find the Lord, Dustin? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so you know, I when I was maybe oh gosh, fifteen or so, you know, I I really and I kind of again this has to this goes back to some of those cultural norms I was describing. I just had no identity. I was mm. I was just kind of a slave to whatever was going to work and however I would fit in with someone I would talk like them or dress like them or whatever it was because it was like I just I just want to fit in somewhere. I was this you know skinny artistic kid in a town that really just kind of glorified like sports big, beefed up guys. Yeah, sports. Yep. I mean, yep. we're in Indiana. Yep. Or you're in Indiana. I'm yep. not. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, and uh, you, you were from Indiana until you realized you were free to go. <laughs> Yeah, it's a great place to drive through. And, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I I was like, I have a very distinct memory. So I was in marching band, of course. And um, I remember standing out on a football field about to go on. And all of a sudden, just kind of this spontaneous conversation came up with some of the folks I was friends with about, you know, God, heaven and hell and all that stuff. And at the time, you know, they, I just I got so triggered by that stuff, even then before I was in it, because I just knew about all the corruption and hypocrisy and 
all the fear tactics and what have you. And I got so mad when I heard somebody talking about this. I literally went, God damn it. There's no heaven. There's no hell. You're born and you die and you rot and you're done. That's it. (laughs) And, you know, I said that and I was like, oh, man, God. Okay. I I wanted what I just said. I may want to dig into some more because I was kind of a, a know-it-all kid. So I I kind of fell into this group of friends that all went to this youth group at this General Baptist Church that was I mean literally two minutes from my house. And you know they were they were very welcoming and kind and really kind of took me under their wing and you know we we just hung out a lot and they you know I just kind of was drawn to it. And so I asked my mom, you know, can I get a, can we go somewhere and I can get a Bible just to look at it? And she was like, well, I guess. And so, you know, I got, I got the red letter King James cause I didn't know. Oh, shit. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. And uh, that liberal uh, shit rag. Yeah. And so I, you know, I went home and a friend of mine was like, well, just read the gospel of John and, you know, see what you think. And wow. I read it. You know, and the the thing was, man, I had a very distinct memory of reading it, and I w- I think what hit me, and I, I remember this moment very very uh, well, was I I relate to Jesus the human in being somebody who was kind mm, of outcast from society and yep. was like, guys, what the hell are you talking about? What's going on here? But you know, it that was, was a great kind of Jesus like, impression, by the way. <laughs> Do what? what I said that was a great Jesus impression. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? You but guys I, was, doing? I was just like Boonville I, Jesus. I, go ahead. Boonville Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't know any better. And so, you know, I got, I literally got up the next morning and, and I went to this church and, you know, it was like, Oh, finally, like I've got a group to belong to. It was, it was something, it seemed like a safe haven and, and it was yeah. for a little while, but, you know, the the deeper I got into it, and this is where kind of like my, uh, I don't know, at the time, my very moldable, malleable brain was just like, I'll just go with whatever. Uh, just again, I don't want to lose these people. So, but, I mean, dude, God. I think it's because you were fi- trying to find your identity and that was the first presentation of an identity you were given? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Full on. And at least that had been uh, constructed in a way that was not dependent at least, well, at least I thought on, you know, uh, what I like or what I say or how I dress or whatever. And so, but man, you know, I remember we, there was one Sunday in particular, uh, it was like a special youth group time. We were going to meet up in the youth group room. We were going to go down to the sanctuary and watch a movie. Like, all right. We go down and they put, oh my gosh. Oh no. They put on uh, Kent Hoven. Are you familiar with this guy? No. Kent Hoven. He, it looked, so if you're in front of Wikipedia, you might want to look this up. We're looking it up. Kent Hoven was this this young earth creationist guy who who would make, who would go on Christian television and say stuff like, I will make a bet towards anybody that, that God exists. And evolution is a is a hoax, and I, I'll bet anybody. I bet somebody two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You can prove me wrong. 
and he had all these facts and all this. I mean, it was just wild. It was like a, a giant conspiracy theory. You'll be, you'll be surprised for, to learn that this man is in prison yeah. for uh, yeah, dodging his went, taxes. Yeah, he went to prison for like five or six years. No, ten. Sentence of ten years. Okay, Fifty-eight he felony also, counts. Fifty-eight. <laughs> It only got so, 10 years? Uh, yeah. He also, he, if you scroll in there somewhere, it also like, talked about his Christian theme park called Dinosaur World. Yep, Dinosaur Adventureland. Dinosaur Adventureland. And it's literally like dinosaurs walking around with humans because he, he only believes the Earth is 6,000 years old. He's like the Al Capone of shitty theology. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, so, but, you know, I would, I would hear... You know, and I I became friends with my youth youth pastors who were only in their mid twenties at the time, but they seemed yeah. like you know educated adults. Yep. <laughs> I was one of those once. Yep. I'm gonna turn y'all up a little bit. Um, you know, but they would say things like, I remember one of them. Well, there are two two incidences where I was like, oh man. One of them, one of them said at one point, um. We could solve all the problems in the Middle East if we put a giant concrete wall around Israel for protection and then just sent ad- uh, atomic bombs on all the surrounding countries. Just mm. it's, a, it's a solid plan. That sounds yeah, vaguely familiar. <laughs> nothing, nothing like genocide to uh, yes. help with God's yeah, plan. To, yeah, to, sp- to spread that, that gospel of love. Um, the other one was one of them said, uh, what did they say? How do they say this? Uh, in order to, you know, in order to uh, alleviate the AIDS crisis, we need to stop sending antiviral drugs and just send them a million pairs of pants. Wait, what? What? Yeah, they they were basically saying, well, all they're doing is just going down there and having sex with anything that moves and spreading AIDS. So why don't we just give them some pants? <sighs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I you know That's, I had a youth uh... pastor. I I I mean, I had a or not a youth pastor. I had a worship pastor at a church one time. I was playing bass and a friend of mine uh, was playing guitar and we started jamming on uh, uh, Sunshine of Your Love by Cream. <laughs> yeah. And this, this nah, guy. Nah, 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 exactly. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Joking around. And this, this extraordinarily conservative worship pastor. I mean, this was the type of guy who, when they watch PG movies in his home, they told the kids to go downstairs. Yikes. Wow. So um, he came up on stage and goes, you guys cannot be playing that in this in this building. This is God's building, first of all. Ugh. And secondly, you are hindering the spirit from working in this place. And I pushed wow. back. I was like, you know, man, I think God's big enough to work through anything here. And these are just notes being played on a piece of wood with strings on it. I wonder how he, he knew that song. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Spirit Must have been a yeah, he must. There must have been like a, a sinful run in there at some point where he was listening to Eric. <laughs> sinful uh, run. Yeah, <laughs> I had a run of sin for a while, and then I yeah, stopped. Yeah, it was good. It was a. It was a. Pay, it was a monthly plan. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I just pushed back. I was like, "Yeah, it's bullshit." <laughs> and. And he just kind of said, he's like, well, I disagree. And then he ended up getting fired because, and I was there when this happened. He got up on stage 
And this was in the middle of the Bush years. And he went on some tirade about how we needed to drive Muslims out of the country. But at the same time, we needed to convert them all and all this stuff. And the church leadership was wise enough to be like, you're nuts and you're out of here. So, I, you know, it was funny because these were things, like I said, I didn't come into this world until I was in my late mid to late teens. But it was like, I'm seeing all these people live up to the stereotypes that I had of Christians before I came into it. Like my parents and I used to laugh about the Jesus fish episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> you know what I mean? that's, that's, oh, there it is right there. You know, it, you know, Elaine's boyfriend's like, well, you're going to hell. I'm not going to hell. What do you know? Whatever. And um, so I, I just, I think there was this thing. It was like a constant conflict internally of like, I don't, I don't believe a lot of this stuff, but it's like, I don't really know where else to go. Mm, you yeah, know, I, yep. it, it was, again, it was a type of belonging. It was me making a decision on my own that was different than what my parents did. You know, it was just trying to, uh, trying to alleviate some of that, that lack of identity that I'd had. But, you know, the farther I got into it, man, it was like, I became more attracted to people who were called heretics or <laughs> yep. what have you, because I was like, what are these guys? Saying? <laughs> What's the deal here? And, you know, I got into Brian McLaren and, and Rob Bell and John Shelby Spong and, you know, all sorts of guys that were kind of subverting this narrative that yeah. I'd been exposed to. Yeah. You know, Richard Rohr is another one. Um, love us. And, we love us some Richard Rohr. Oh, man, he's wonderful. Yeah, but he is. You know, that, that, that spread out to, uh, you know, all sorts of different backgrounds and religious writers and philosophy and so on and so forth. And it was like, you know, I kind of became like autodidactic. Like I just I, I studied on my own and I, I kind of found the beliefs that tended to work for me. And I think a lot of that came from stripping stuff away. Like mm-hmm. what's underneath all this crap? Yeah, and I remember Spong said something that that really affected me deeply. He said, "The older I, I mean, he's in his mid eighties. He said, the older I get, the stronger my beliefs become, but the amount of beliefs I hold are very small." Oh yeah, very They're, true. That's very and, very true. Yeah, and so it gave me a freedom to just explore stuff, and I could take what I want and leave the rest of it, and go from there. And so. That was a really, with all of that going on, it was such a it was such a catalyst for me to put that into a creative uh, form that wasn't hateful or whatever it was. It was like I wanted to write accessible music that talked about some really deep stuff like this. Yeah. That you know wasn't necessarily too blatant, but it's like people listen to it and they go, "Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about." So I mean I'm I'm going on and on I I don't no 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 you, yeah. you you're good uh, so so specifically the album it, it I feel like it's uh, it, it feels very narrative um, yeah. is that something you intended from the outset or was it something uh, did you write all the songs and then form the narrative after the fact or um, what was it something you 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 intended uh, it was it was kind of both. I knew okay. I wanted it to be, I kept telling myself I wanted to make like the, the atmospheric funk version of dark side of the moon. <laughs> yeah. I want, you know, recurring themes and, and motifs and songs that kind of 
mold together and and I, you know i also just i wanted to do some weird crap i wanted yeah. to i wanted to experiment with stuff you know i live in nashville and songwriters are a dime a dozen here and i've just never fit into that i didn't I don't really resonate with a lot of that. I mean, we're in the epicenter of country and CCM. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I, ugh, no. And I've been in both worlds, particularly the CCM world. And I was just like, you c could not find a, a more dry, uh, lifeless type of music, in my opinion. Yeah, 100% so agree. Yeah, one of you was a worship pastor, right? Oh, uh, well, we kind of all we, we've all been, yeah, we, we've class, all been yeah. down that road, my friend. I'm still trying to mediocre covers of mediocre songs. I'm still trying to glue yeah. together the pieces of my soul after those years. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I'm sure your counseling bill is just climbing higher. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it was like I can talk about this stuff in a way that that I think is very heartfelt and it's it's inviting people into that that may be scared to talk about that stuff because I you know there are a lot of records well there's not a lot there are some records that deal with this stuff that it's just it's very dark it's very depressing it's kind of like man this sounds like you're you're committing suicide while you're singing to me and I was kind of like no I feel free doing this yeah you know, I, I think that that really came off in the record too. Um, there's there's a few tracks I, I want to talk about because they just r really resonated with me. So mm. um, one of the uh, the I think it's the second song. The first one's like a pre prelude, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, so the second the second song, uh, Garden. Yes. Um, it, it seems like a song about coming to a new sort of uh, self awareness. There's a lot of metaphor mm -hmm. for growth wanting to see the bigger picture and realizing that there's a lot more going on in this world. And it sounds like that's similar to what your experience was from, from Boonville to Nashville. Um, um, and you say, uh, uh, it's not what you think. Uh, what do I know? So, so it's yeah. like, it, it's, you've opened yourself up, up to, it seemed like wonder maybe, mm -hmm. um, it is, I guess, I guess what prompted that song in terms of, um, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to ask here. I don't, I really know my question. It, well, it's, I mean, it's, it sounds like you're, what I hear you saying is like, where, what's the genesis of this song and you know, what, what, what's the imagery about? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the, the first, so I meditate regularly See. and, the first verse um, is kind of an allusion to that, or it alludes to that. Yeah, yeah. Talking about the blue sky, so on and so forth. Yep. I mean, that that to me is a metaphor of, uh, you know, there's this constant underneath all the chaos. And, you know, honestly, the very first lines of the whole record are, uh, uh, I... I have a voice. Oh, God, I can't remember my own songs right now. Uh, <laughs> Don't go out on tour yet. I, I, you're gonna you're gonna lock I that down I, before you go out on tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a voice. I wish I could hear above all this noise. I don't want to scream or make it into a scene. So that kind of that those lines were specifically. Uh, I I was making a reference to our culture, which um, to me is just a load of noise in yeah. some way. 
It's a load of people that have outlets to share whatever comes <laughs> into their heads without filters. And there's a reason why there's, in my opinion, there's so much hate in our country and in our world because it's people's subconscious have been given a voice now. Yeah. And no wonder we have who we have in the Oval Office. Yeah. yeah. This, this, is, this is the type of rhetoric that has become normal in our country long before the 2016 election. It's kind of like, oh, there's a perfect opportunity for someone like this to, uh, quote unquote, run our country. And, <laughs> you know, that that first song is kind of the whole thing of the of the intro of that song is kind of like it's a palate cleanser. It's like I'm I'm tired of giving my energy and paying attention to people that, in my opinion, I don't really care about. I don't care what Donald Trump says, because everything that I hear out of him reminds me of all the dysfunctional people that I grew up around. Mm. Mm. Why why give my attention to somebody who's that unhealthy? I have better things to do in my life than sit around staring at my social media, wondering who's going to put up what about whatever. It yeah. doesn't, doesn't bother. It doesn't make yeah. a difference. Yeah. So that's what that that's what that song is about. It's kind of like, where's the escape? Where's the normalcy? What and how can I cultivate this in my life? Not by adding more, but taking stuff away. I I don't. I don't scroll on Instagram. I don't, you know, scroll on Facebook. I don't look at that shit. I, what I do is I trust that if I need to hear something, I'm going to hear about it in a natural way. And it goes from there. And that's it. So I'm going to, I'm going to skip around on this. So, because you're talking about uh, um, a topic that I wanted to talk to you about with uh, everybody knows everything, that song. Uh, (laughs) It's like, uh, you literally gave music and lyrics to a feeling that I have every time I engage with social media. Um, yeah. And you managed to squeeze fuckboys in the lyrics. Yeah, you so, did, so. which yeah. I, I caught oh that. God, it was finally. laughing yeah. in my car. Yeah. So uh, we we recently had a couple episodes on social media um, that, that r- people just absolutely loved. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. They hated it. Um, <laughs> They just absolutely hated it. Um, and, and it's fine. I mean, the majority of our, I mean, we're on a podcast. It's not like we're on radio, FM radio. Um, so people gen- generally found us on social media. Um, but that said, like what you're saying rings true about um, social media and, and, and so, and, and, and um, kind of that hot take uh, mentality where nobody listens to each other um, and we, we all feel like uh, we need to be heard, but we don't want to listen to anyone. We've, yeah, we've lost a sense of empathy. We've lost a sense of holding space for people. Even if it's batshit crazy, it doesn't mean that I need to go in and try and fix somebody because I would not want that done to me. Right. Yeah. I used to be a very conservative or I put on that, that suit. I used to be in those shoes and look where I am. I'm talking to you guys about this stuff. People can change. Yeah. They can, they can, they can change in the most odd fashion if they're just aware enough to look at it. And I think there's a certain, uh, willingness that needs to be, that needs to happen for people to change though. Say that again. I think there's a willingness that needs to be present for people to to change. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sometimes it can hit them across the head 
and usually that comes through i mean in my experience it's come through uh grief over losing something that we thought was permanent you know and maybe it comes from having uh i mean quite honestly maybe a mental or emotional breakdown from just internal conflict that people can't handle. I mean, I, I know so many people who grew up and I'm, you guys get this, that, that grew up in these really uh, subversive negative cultures that were ingrained in much of our American church and in the, in the conservative church that said, I don't give a shit if a woman's preaching, let her, let her do it. I don't care. I don't care if they're gay people in here. Big deal. Yeah, for you sure. Know? And, and after a while of it's like, why do I keep coming here? Why do I need to be in this environment that that it seems like I'm I'm it's like a conflict of interest continually. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I have a conflict of interest with church. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and and it's like a conflict of interest with inner like an inner compass, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's and and you're right. There has to be a particular awareness there. And man, that's everything. That's that's everything being present to what is so in frontiers um and specifically so we go from garden to uh miles of truth and that Mm -hmm. song feels like audible freedom it's just as loose it feels it feels uh it feels really really free uh you say Mm -hmm. uh please forgive me as i learn to walk on these miles and miles of truth there's a refrain that's love is enough um can you can you talk about um the freedom throughout this record and, and maybe uh, what that was rooted out of. Yes. So um, I don't mind sharing this. So I've been in 12 step recovery for a few years and the rhetoric in that, in many 12 step programs, I'm in it for uh, emotional issues. Um, some of the, re- the rhetoric in some of those programs and many of those programs talks about um, higher power or God as you understand God. So there was this freedom in there, in those rooms to go, oh, well, whatever's working right now, whatever I want to call it, um, that'll be it. And that could literally be my true self, whatever that means. And what I experienced in those rooms was people coming from all sorts of different backgrounds, religious, uh, ethnic, uh, geographic, everything. And we were all talking about the same stuff. And what I started to realize was it doesn't really matter what you call it. If you call it God, if you call it the universe, if you call it a pancake, I don't care. (laughs) But whatever it is, it's, it's like, to me, it's, to me, it's reality. Uh, so I guess what I'm getting at is I came into those rooms uh, for different reasons than what I'm describing to you now. But that was one of the gifts of those rooms is that there are so many people here who come from so many backgrounds, atheists, agnostics, Christians, Buddhists, all sorts of stuff. And it's like, oh, I relate to that and you and you and you and you and you. My, my mentor, one of my, my dearest friends who's basically become a father figure to me is a Jewish agnostic. And it's like we have the most beautiful life affirming conversations about all of this stuff. And so that song, the, the miles of truth, so to speak, is referring to this freedom to just explore these pathways to 
you know, to find what's good in Buddhism, to find what's good with, say, this philosopher or that philosopher, what resonates with me. Yep. It is a sense of freedom. And that line that you mentioned, the please forgive me as I learn to walk, it's kind of like, you know, for me personally, sometimes I can kind of latch on to somebody and be like, they've got the answer and you, everybody else needs yeah. to think of life this way. And it's like that I have to, I have to keep that in check because that's the exact same energy and tactic that any sort of fundamentalist religion would use. Yeah. I've got the answer and you're wrong, you know? Yeah. Even, even, even if it's about awakening and, and inclusivity and equality and all that stuff, it's like, damn it, you know, I've got it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that that spirit is throughout the record. I, I think even in Garden, you, you mentioned, uh, uh, I don't want to make a scene. Um, mm -hmm. Please forgive me as, as I figure this shit out. But you didn't say that, but that's a, 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 a paraphrasing of, of, of what you're saying here is, yeah. is you're, you, you're actually trying to, to work shit out and just give me some time. Um, right. Uh, your song, Except You, um, yep. and I could be completely wrong about the interpretation, but I don't think I am, and especially after this conversation. I, I think I'm <laughs> on track here. Uh, um, I, I think with good art, you can you can see and hear things in, in multiple ways. Uh, but for me, this song and my, my interpretation of it is it feels like a love song to God, but it also feels like a, a breakup song um, with some mm. of the trappings that comes along with uh, Christianity. Yes. Um, yeah. am I right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Very important question. Am I correct? Yeah. No, that's, that's, Please that's affirm me. Uh, yeah. What 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 is it about? What is it about? Um, well, well okay. It, let's 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 assume I'm right. Um, <laughs> what, what is it about? Um, uh -huh. uh, about God or or whatever it is? Because it seems like you haven't quite given up on 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 God. Whatever. God is, or maybe you gave up on that God. You know? I, I gave up on a theistic God that lives up in the sky and watches my every move. So that's, that's what I gave up on. So do do you is do you feel like um, do you feel like you're holding on to any aspect of that, or you feel like you're free from all of that? I think I'm free from it in the sense that it changes constantly, okay. just like um. I, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, one of the things that I think religion, especially fundamentalist Christianity gets wrong is that there's anything that's permanent. We always talk, they always talk about God as eternal and, you know, you latch on, you cling to God and so on and so forth. But there's this beautiful, oh man, there's this beautiful quote by Alan Watts, who he says oh, that, uh, yeah, <laughs> you're one, speaking our language. 1.21 yeah. <laughs> Alan Watts. Yeah. Yes, indeed. You know, he talks about uh, true faith is um, not trying to cling to water, if that makes sense. That having true faith is being open to whatever truth may be, however it comes. Yep. And that to me is the essence of that song. You know, I, the you in there could be, uh, my true self. It could be whatever I happen to think about the universe at that day. It's completely open. And you know, the thing, the beautiful thing about that is, is, um, I've had Christian friends reach out to me and be like, man, I love that song. Yeah. Because, you know, and so be it. If they love it. Great. I wanted to write a version. Uh, I've, I'm a huge Sting fan, and <laughs> I wanted to write my version of If I Ever Lose My Faith in You. 
And he's he's spoken about that song before where he's like, I don't know what the you is. It could be God. It could be a lover. It could be success yeah. or whatever it is. But it's just like, I think the most, the music I relate to the most uh, leaves everything open to interpretation. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I, I didn't really give you a chance to answer the question because I, I don't really want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I was just, I wanted to share my interpretation without really, you know, having a solid answer. Cause I, I think, I think, um, it's, uh, it, it, that's how art should be. It should, we shouldn't have a defined answer. Well, this actually means that, uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that yeah, makes any kind of sense. It does. I, one of my favorite, one of my favorite things I've ever read is an interview with Paul Simon about this very thing. And it's, it's in a book called songwriters on songwriting. He talks about how, people would come up to him on the street and say, um, Paul, I, man, I love the third verse in diamond on the soles of her shoes. Uh, you know, and to me it means this and this and this and this, and he would walk away going, Oh, that's beautiful. And that, I have no idea what it means. <laughs> I have no idea. It just sounded good. And it's, there's a generosity in this type of art or any type of art that is not trying to force someone to think about it or interpret it in a certain way that's that's kind of like a that's almost an abuse of creativity yeah if mm-hmm. it makes any sense and, and, and the fact that it is open for interpretation is kind of um reminiscent of the album as a whole in terms of your willingness to not necessarily nail down the jello that is god mm-hmm. um and, uh, um, and, and, and your, your search for, um, for, for, I guess, truth, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, one of the, oh, sorry, were you guys going to say something? No, 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 no you're good. Okay. You know, one of the, one of the tenets of that record that I talk about maybe in a more abstract way than I'm going to say right now is that. I believe that we're all whole and complete upon our birth. Uh, we lack nothing. I, yeah. I was not born into original sin. I don't. It, it's it's a t- it's a type of amnesia, I think, to believe otherwise. And much of the record affirms this. And this this can't be about grabbing onto something going this is the thing that's going to make me whole yeah these are the beliefs that are going to set me free these are you know it's it's this constant externalizing of what um what i already have if that makes any sense it's like it's constantly clinging to you know in christianity people talk about clinging to the the cross of christ and i'm like i don't think jesus was talking about that stuff at all i think jesus was saying guys it's in here. Yeah. Yep. And I, I'm just I'm just showing you an example and you don't see it. You're coming to me going, oh, give us what we need. Give us what we need. And he's going, no, you and the father are one. What are, and father is just metaphor. But <laughs> it's like, no, you are the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Even the Greek talks about in the passage uh, where the Pharisees come up to him and start talking about um, uh, uh him him saying i and the father are one and they accuse him of blasphemy in the greek 
he says, is it not written in your law that ye are gods? And why do you get mad at me if you if I if your scriptures say this? Why are you so mad at me when I say I am a son of God? And the difference in between what was originally written in the 1611 version of the King James Bible is that the Greek literally says a son of God. It doesn't say the son of God, a. And to me, what that means is that Jesus got turned into some sort of freak over time because of this narrative that that uh, I'm shit, right? Yeah. I live in some some shameful existence, no matter how uh, beautiful it may be or how many good things that I do or how much love that I show to people. Um, I'm always less than. And so Jesus gets turned to some sort of circus act, yeah. you know, as opposed to like, hey, guys, get off the signpost and get on the path. That's where I'm trying to lead you here. Just like Buddha, just like Rumi, just like uh, St. Francis, just like Richard Rohr, just like anyone that, that's talking about this stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Jesus, I'm think, obviously very passionate about this. Stuff. No, no, no. <laughs> I think Jesus was, was his 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 mission was to set us free, and what Christendom does, Christianity, if you will, has uh, corrupted it to be the exact opposite to to be uh, moral police to 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 rein us in to control us, um, and I think that is, uh, or at least the church, vague church. Um, it is, is it's a way to, um, and we've even seen it go even further with, with, uh, the politics, um, mm. and, and shit like that, a, a way to control people. Um, yeah. and I think that is where, um, we have completely, uh, missed the point of who Christ was, if you will. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. It's become a social club. Yeah. It's, bec it's become something that furthers this idea of um, hierarchy. And what's what's funny about that, to bring this way back to when we were talking about upbringing, when I was growing up, and I still struggle with this, um, there was this sense that you always existed on some sort of pecking order. Mm. Whoever owned yeah. the most land, or whoever was a deacon at the church, or whoever yep. you know ran this business, it was like, well, they're in charge, and I'm just down here kind of floating along. And again, this comes back to that that type of oppressive fear where it's if anybody does something that has, uh, I don't know, any sort of merit that is just beyond working at a hardware store. I mean, then there's nothing wrong with that. But we get scared because it's like, well, you think I'm better? You think you're better than I am? You know, it's the same thing that we're talking about. It's my religion is right. You know, yeah. my my denomination is the only denomination. Yeah. Uh, that's worth even becoming a part of. And if you guys are over here talking about other stuff, well, I just don't want to hear it. And it's like, there it is. There's, yeah. there's the culture we live in. It's I'm wrong or I'm right. You're wrong. I don't want to hear anything you have to say. I don't want to empathize. I don't want to hold space. Who's in, yeah. who's out. Yeah. You know. Right. Who's going here and who's going there. Right. Yeah. Do you have a, Question. You had another question. Oh, I have plenty of questions. Why? Um, <laughs> well, ask so, one more because so, I want to ask a question. Too. So, um, my, my favorite song, uh, what what they are missing, yeah. um, it, it deals with a lot uh, of what I think what a lot of our listeners deal with, um, the growing pains of of changing for the better, but those around us not necessarily agreeing with us or understanding. 
the changes that we've made. And it can be lonely, confusing, heartbreaking. Um, it's, it's, it's a deeply personal song, so I don't want you to feel yeah. like you have to go super deep on this, but, um, sure. I, I know, I know when the album drops on Friday, I'm going to s- send this song to my wife. Cause I, I feel like <laughs> you, I, I assume you wrote it for, for your, your wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, in the song you mentioned not wanting to point fingers and that, and that is a hundred percent fine, but can you talk about, um, that experience of being ostracized uh, by those that, that you love dearly. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't even say it's ostracizing. It's more of that. They are so stuck in the cycles that they've been in for so long that are basically like a, it's a survival mechanism that they're not, in my opinion, they're not willing to see outside of that. Yeah. And, you know, that song in its overall scope is just about solidarity when dealing with stuff like that. And, you know, what's interesting about it is after I'd written it and, you know, as we're talking, as we've been talking about songs kind of morph and change when it comes to how they affect yeah. you over time. I've had many people reference that song and say this sounds like a um this sounds like a pro lgbtq song shit yeah um i did a podcast uh similar to this one a few weeks ago where the one of the hosts is is a gay man and he started weeping about this song and yeah i i mean i mixed the record and when i was mixing that song i almost cried because it seems like it, there's certain songs that kind of just seem like they, the muse is floating yeah. around. This kind of comes out like a vessel. And, you know, that's one of those songs that, I mean, man, it, it sometimes I listen to that song as a reminder of what's what's real. And uh, it's it's just learning how to accept people where they're at. But that doesn't mean I need to agree those, to those yeah. two things are different. And I can, ex- again, I can accept them where they're at. I can hold space for that as long as it doesn't turn into a, a shouting match or, yeah. or a debate or whatever. But simultaneously be able to go, yeah, I'm not going to, I can't take this personally anymore. That's the problem for yeah. me. We, we take, even if it is batshit crazy, it's like I take this personally as an attack on me when it's like, I don't want to play a victim anymore. Yeah. What what I also really like about this song is is it comes from a place of support, uh, a place uh, like you said solidarity. It, it, it's a beautiful like, hey, they don't know they they don't get this beautiful thing that that's mm-hmm. happening with you, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I and I, we'll wrap it up soon. But um, the the miles of truth, the reprise fucking phenomenal Um, thank you so the first one it sounds like freedom the second one sounds like freedom that's seen some shit Mm -hmm. um that's that's pretty dead on yeah and um the dichotomy between the two they're they're the same song but they sound like totally different songs um i just want to say i i I appreciated that oh yeah can i just say i i appreciate you listening to the whole thing down oh dude oh, yeah, i i listened to it several yeah. several several yeah. times so. oh thank you. 
So Thank you. cool. And then the devil's table table at the last, I was like, how's he going to follow up freaking miles <laughs> of truth? And then there's like this beautiful, like par- parabolic song. I, I, I found that that was an, a, a real word. Um, so it's a parable. It's parabolic. Um, no, it's not a parabola, like a Michael. Disease. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, yeah, it it, uh, it it was um, it was a great way to end it. I, I thought so. Matt, did you have a question? Yeah, I just uh, kind of to wrap things up. I just want to talk about what your what you consider your musical influences. I'm always interested to hear musicians talk about that kind of stuff. Oh gosh, yeah, man. Um, so. Maybe I'll, I'll talk about that record in particular because I, I mean it's it's wide. Um, there's a lot of Pink Floyd influence on it. There's a lot of Radiohead influence in it. Um, there's a lot of Stevie Wonder. Oh yes, yes. I called. There's, I talked talk to Brad. Like, yeah. dude, this sounds like some stuff off Talking. Book. Yep, it does. Yeah. Oh man, thank you. Not to blow um, smoke up your ass or anything, but like it, it really, <laughs> yeah. Like no, it, it that was the first had... thing in my mind. A couple like the third or fourth song in i can't remember i was like oh god yeah it definitely has like a uh i mean this a complimentary way like a 70s uh funk vibe yeah, at yeah. times yeah. like uh yeah. yeah kind of a stevie wonder yeah the bass the bass playing is yeah. incredible actually yeah. yeah oh man thank you that somebody asked a friend of mine asked me the other day what was the most fun i had making this record and i said doing the bass stuff on it yeah I was, it, it was so fun yeah it's really uh, yeah. good thank you um d'angelo uh, oh wow! Fleetwood Mac. Um, I'm kind of running down the songs of what came up. The Rolling Stones on every everybody knows everything. Yeah, but they, um, they influenced everybody. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and my, my favorite artists of all time are the Beatles and Paul McCartney. So those are those are kind of floating around in the record in some ways. Um, James Brown. You hear me scream in there a lot of times. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Carol King, Al Green. Um, I got Michael uh, Jackson Thriller in there. Michael Joe, oh, God, yeah. man, absolutely. Can I, can I ask you a question? I mean this in a very complimentary way when I say this. Sure. Please understand this. Your voice reminds me so much of Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Dude, can I? You know what? Derek <laughs> Webb told me the exact same thing. I mean, seriously, like it really does. I, I, I texted Matt and I was like, and Michael, I said, his voice reminds me of Kenny Loggins. Like, and yeah. I mean that in a in a good way. Oh, Kenny Loggins is wonderful. Yes. <laughs> yes. Playing with the... <laughs> can you, dude, your next album, you just... you've got to do a cover of Danger Zone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just 10 different versions. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> different genres. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, do yeah. you have yeah. uh, time for a lightning round? Oh yes, please. Okay, um, beverage of choice, kombucha. Oh, um, man, you really are from Nashville, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't drink anymore, so that's part. Oh of that. well, there you go. Right. <laughs> um, what is the last album you listened to, start to finish? Mine. <laughs> God, that's no, a no, gr- no, that's a freaking great <laughs> answer. I know. I just, I just had two listening parties for it this weekend. Uh, but no, the last, the last record I listened to all the way through. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh man, I, I can't remember right now. I tend. Oh, actually, I do know what it is. Uh, I listened to. Uh, it's my favorite ambient record. It's Rice Boy Sleeps by Young. Oh Cooper. yeah, that's a good oh, one. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Beautiful. Have you seen Cigar Rose live? By the way. I have a dude. 
Oh my God. It's the best concert yep. I've ever seen. It was, it was one of the most, it, I remember telling my wife after I saw it, it was like, that is what every single worship band yes. in America wishes yep. they could. Yes. yes. Oh my God. It's literally yep. like, holy, like it's the yeah. only word you can really use to describe. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. It is. What it is. is the uh, your favorite movie you've seen in the last year? And it doesn't mean it has to have come out in the last year. You just have to have watched it in the last year. Yeah. Well, this has come out in the past year, which is the Elton John Rocketman movie. Ooh. Oh, I haven't seen it. Is it good? Oh, man. It is just... I, I cry. I almost cried like three or four times. <laughs> it's... Well, and it's, it's really... And I'll say why. The, the movie is about... It's honestly about him doing the exact same thing that we're talking about in in his context, which is, um, I'm going to create the person that I want to be. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to stay tied to uh, all the dysfunction that that he had. And you mean that he literally changed his name? He was like, I changed my name to Elton John, and I was like, I had a new lease on life. I'm hmm. this guy now. So I love that. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorites. What is the best Star Wars film? Oh. I'd love I'd love Empire Strikes Back. It's a good one. Yeah, good, good, good. I was gonna say just say Empire so we can move on. Like, <laughs> like that's just that's what everybody answers pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. how, how do you like your coffee? I don't drink coffee. No, co- do you like tea. I do drink tea. Um, I t- if I drink any coffee, it's usually like a, a matcha latte. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite curse word? <laughs> is it fucked <laughs> only, only on this podcast are you going to get that question yeah well i i do have a song on my record where the chorus it has fuck in it and i i mean that might be that might be it in the sense that it is like the most um it is the most you could you can use that thing for a myriad of things yeah it's pretty <laughs> cathartic Miles Davis talked about this in his autobiography. There's literally an appendix section where the guy who interviewed him talks about, he does like a dissertation level uh, investigation into the way that Miles uses the word motherfucker throughout the book. (laughs) It's absolutely brilliant. It's one of my favorite things I've ever read. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Does ketchup belong on hot dogs? Yeah. Thank you. No, it doesn't. No, see, no, <laughs> it's fine. It, it's fine. Um, and let me think. One. Uh, do you believe in the multiverse? Oh, I don't know. I've been thinking about that lately. Uh, maybe, maybe. That's good. I would. I would want to. I would want to get into that more. Well, there's a, there's a version of you that does believe in the multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> it's in another universe. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, and one that does. Upside down. So, um, all right. Where can people find you online? They can find me on my website, which is DustinRansom.com. You can go to Instagram, and my handle is uh, at DustinRansomMusic. I just got back on Facebook as an artist page, so I don't have to see all the bullshit. Um, I haven't <laughs> been on Facebook in four years. I got off of it because of the election. And yeah, uh, no so that's yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, and I will say also right now I'm doing an indie it, – it's – it's August, so if you hear this after August thirty-fourth, August thirty-first, it doesn't matter. But I'm doing an Indiegogo campaign right now to help uh, spread the word about my record, and uh, it's yeah, it, the the links are all over my social media. So 
There you go. Sweet. All right. And we'll put uh, the links in the show note as well. DustinRansom.com as well. Yeah. Um, and, that, and that also has links to all the other links too. And yeah. Then, so sweet. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Man, Michael, Brad, Matt. Thank you guys. Yeah. yeah the album's great. Really yeah, really guys, everybody. Stuff, man. Good down, luck with it. Download that shit Friday. Cause it's good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much. Tell us what you think The five stars get red But one star is dead To us What the hell is going on with you two? Feedback Okay. This is better than Alabama Thunderpussy I more. never thought one I'd more. know Let me do one and okay. then you can do yours I'm going to spell this one first It's two words O-U-I, and then P-H-U-C-T-E-R, we fucked her. <laughs> I just, the spelling. <laughs> I have a bad feeling. My baby so wants to eat your pussy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I have a bad feeling about this. I got a bad feeling about this. I got a bad feeling about this. I've got a bad feeling about this. I have a bad feeling about this. I've got a bad feeling about this. Uh, all right, Michael, that's enough. Oh. Jesus. <gasps> Nancy Reagan's abortions. Wow. Oh my god. I got a really good feeling about we, we this. We did post we did post this list, by the way, so you can peruse it at your leisure. <sighs> yeah, because that's what people want to do. Yeah. Oh man! They found me. All right, get off that page. Get off the page. There's an awful lot of moisture. Get off the page, Brad. I don't God know. damn it! I have a bad. Close it out. None, fuckers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. All right. What do we have any reviews? No, we don't actually. Who cares? Oh, fuck it. Oh. I think we got a one star, I'm pretty sure. Who oh, cares? Yeah. Thanks, Linda. <laughs> Fucking Karen. Kidding. Fuck you, Kelsey. By the way, this uh, Kiki. bourbon, or this whiskey from um, Starlight Distillery in Borden, oh, Indiana. Just, just have at it. Oh, it's Borden, Indiana? Borden, Indiana. It's French, it's French Licks Distillery, I think. Oh. Um, 20 bucks. It's called Merchant Blender. <laughs> Pleasure Dome. <laughs> By the way, nickname in high school. I've got, not only is this a great band name, but the name of our new church. Okay. Phallus Day. <laughs> D-E-I. Have a phallus day, my friends. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's really good, man. I'm For 20 bucks, like, you can't yeah. beat that. That's... That was only tasty. twenty bucks. Yeah, Fly yeah, it's pretty good. I got, like, a little cinnamon in it dome. and vanilla, and, yeah, it's good. Yeah. All right. Well, good call, Michael. You got any Twitter or anything? The guy Brad, at the get off the fucking proof. band name page. My God. <laughs> Penis pulling ramrods of death. <laughs> Michael. The, Michael's the, officially checked out. The, the piss flaps. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, 
Okay, I'm done. All I'm right. off. I, what are we doing? No, I you don't have any Twitter. No Twitter. Like there was nothing. I looked. Right. There's not really. There's like four things. Who gives a shit? All right. <laughs> your your dedication is just. I, yeah, it's just okay. Fine. I fucking read one. God damn it. Uh, <sighs> let's see. Here's one that's uh, apropos. <laughs> that's when the inglorious bastards become the inglorious plasterds. <laughs> Maybe that's the second podcast that Michael is workshopping. Uh, anyway, all right. Michael Basinger. Hmm, how do I know that name? Maybe it's B-Boy. So good, man. The transcripts I've been reading. Michael, Chris Hansen here. You know, I'm going to need you to have a seat because of those weird text messages you've been sending Brad and Matt Polly. You're still Team Michael, despite this. And I just also want to say hello to everybody at Pastor's Pub. So behave yourself. Cut it out. <laughs> that's so great, man. God, that's so good. Out. All right, what are we doing? Is that it? All right, yeah, hashtag. Yeah. How do we end this podcast? I don't know. It's been a minute. Crash landing. <clears throat> well, we paid close attention and we wrote them all down. Now it's time to decide our... Uh, hashtag the second song of a fish concert. <laughs> hashtag from your tits to your lips. Oh my god, we're not doing that, man. No. <laughs> Coincidentally, nope. those are my first two hashtags I have too. We're not doing that. Nope. <laughs> Just that's not happening. Yes, we are. No, I'm drawing a line. It's <laughs> my vote. I don't give a shit about anything else. <laughs> Hashtag sheltered Christian preteen. <laughs> Hashtag labia folds. Now that's a band name. <laughs> labia folds five. Hashtag. I think I saw that yes, on Cinemax. That's perfect. <laughs> labia folds five. Yep. Jesus. So freaking I'm drowning slowly. Hashtag mouth lips. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, uh, hashtag human hammer. Human hammer. <laughs> human, human hammer. That's my vote. Too. Yep. That's, that's super neat. That's super pretty strong. Hashtag, I am the human Here's what hammer. I don't remember. Hashtag with fevers. Low grade hookers with fevers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hashtag hammerhead shark with shoulders. He <laughs> just looks like a cock, man. Daryl Isaacs looks like a cock. Hashtag surgeon beef jerky. Uh, this is another strong one. Hashtag youth minister black and tan. <laughs> Hashtag like Chewbacca. <laughs> and then hashtag the Al Capone of shitty theology. That's a good one, too. Hashtag a oh. lot of steel drums. Hashtag from your tits to your lips. <laughs> hashtag your money from your tits to your lips. Hashtag, I wish I could mirror your Babuji Banton song there, that was on the radio. There like, wasn't one. I don't know how I ended I don't up know, with man. this album. I don't know what 
caused me at Sam Goody or whatever the fuck I went into <laughs> that caused me to look at that go to pay $18 for a Buju band CD. <laughs> God. I've made a lot of bad decisions You're, in my life. That's pretty high like up you there. had Like, it, at, at one time, you yes. owed the Foo Fighters debut record. I had Clint Black and Alan Vogue, Jackson. Clint in Black, Vogue. Alan Jackson. And Buju Banton. Arrested Development, Buju Banton. Dude, yeah. I've always had a really weird... And fucking pray for rain. <laughs> <laughs> PFR, Goldies bitches. Last day. Oh, my uh, God. Okay, anyway, uh, Human Hammer. It's got to be Human Hammer. Low-grade hookers with fevers. <laughs> it's Almond be. teat. Like wiping Bob Ross's easel. <laughs> <laughs> he skinned a sex doll. It's, he's got a mushy butt. That's a that's a throwback to Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag coughed out a tampon. Oh god. Hashtag f- fucking hard. <laughs> Fucking hard. Hashtag and this so if our if our British listeners, you've got to find this guy. Please, I don't know how to get a hold of this person. Just we've like got a to get, interview, man. We've got to get fucking hard on the podcast. yeah, just to, just so we can put it on iTunes, like that we interviewed. <laughs> have interviewed him. him. Have him call our our, our hotline. Oh <laughs> man, uh, and this one, <laughs> this one, he didn't mean it this way, but this could go several ways. Very benevolent finger. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> That's my nickname in high school. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> oh. All right. I've got I'm to, not uh, done yet. Uh, oh god. Hashtag it's a great place to drive through. Hashtag Boonville Jesus. Hashtag Al Capone of shitty theology and a, a later a late arrival. Hashtag he looks like a cock. <laughs> <laughs> human hammer, human cock, same thing. <laughs> Um, I've got uh, hashtag second song of a fish concert. Hashtag tits to your lips. <laughs> hashtag mouth lips. Hashtag human hammer. Hashtag the bass player for Jeff Moore in the distance. Uh, uh, hashtag 247. hashtag dick guillotine hashtag moist fist hashtag skin to sex doll hashtag strangely smooth head that was my nickname in high school and hashtag benevolent finger Oh, shut up. It's got it's got to be human hammer. It's got human hammer. Either human hammer or a <laughs> mouth lips. <laughs> That's just shit. All right. It's terrible. Just a pile of shit. Ugh. I think okay. I saw that guy play once at SeaWorld. <laughs> It's a live album. <laughs> Buju Bant live from SeaWorld. <laughs> I can hear Shamu splashing in the back. 
I caress your body from your <laughs> to your lips. Sea lion. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Never, we are never, off the rails. You never fails to make me laugh when you do that. You've been doing that for 20 years. It's still funny. You're making the face like you're going to throw up. Good God. All right. I'm about to vomit. From your... To your... If you listen to this episode, I'm going to just crash blame this motherfucker. If you listen to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag, hashtag Human Hammer. It's my superhero name. Um, we're on Twitter at Pastors Podcast, at Polly Name Matt, at Polly Name Brad, at MJ Basinger. We're at Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. We are at uh, jizzmuzzle.com as well. Um, for all your jizz muzzle needs. Uh, Instagram, we're in Glorious Bastards. Subscribe, something. I don't care. Give us money. Patreon.com slash Bastards Podcast. Get in there. We've got bonus content. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Bastards Podcast. Oh, man. Give us your money. Go get Dustin's album on Friday. Um, yeah. Get it. It's good shit. Stream it. Buy it. Oh, man. Get it. Uh, get it. Get it. Get it. I, and I hurt. My stomach hurts. <laughs> Florida man, Florida man. No, I can't play the other one. Man. Oh, the Dave Crowder version? No. Florida man, yeah. Florida man. Does whatever a Florida man does. Stuff in mess up his ass. Drug screen, would he ever uh, pass? Uh, Look out! <laughs> Here comes Florida do, do the Man.